Hey, hey, friends, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to learn how to grow, how to become an even more amazing version of you, and to connect into a community of like-minded people who are all walking this path and aren't afraid to share the highs and the lows of chasing your dreams. I'm so glad you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey, hey, beautiful kings and queens. How are you guys doing? Welcome back to another episode of World Domination. Monica Ferguson here. And today I wanted to talk about something that is so important. And I'm going to put it into the context of my actual life as well, because I thought this is the perfect time to speak about this. Now, faith, right? That sounds fluffy. And as you guys all know, I don't like fluff. Um, but, but when I had a conversation at the end of last year with one of my mentors, Stuart Walter, who you guys that have stalked my podcast will know I've done a couple of episodes with him. He works with elite athletes and business people, like multimillionaires, incredible powerhouse. Last year I said to him, I was asking him about having faith and trusting when you have no idea how things are going to work out. When it looks, and like when I called him about this, I was panicking. And I mean panicking, like having an absolute meltdown. And I asked him about a time in his life where he'd shared a story with me before where he talked about being in business with a bunch of people and they all sort of turned on him and everything went up in smoke and he'd lost everything that he'd built over like, you know, a decade or so. And he had to rebuild And I said to him, how did you keep your faith? How did you keep that positive mindset when it all looked like it was falling apart? You know, and he said, that is a great question. And he said, the reason that most people never get what they truly desire is because they don't trust. And for him, it's like, it's a decision, right? And I know, again, that sounds fluffy, but when we have done all of this work that we speak about building up our self-worth building up our mindset it means that when times get hard we can back ourselves now he's he's got a slightly different perspective as like i absolutely take that on what i want to speak about though today is more of a spiritual context because so he calls it trust I call it faith, right? And these are my not favorite words. Over the the years of my journey, my personal development, these are the words, you guys will love them, no doubt. Just trust. You just need to surrender. You just need to have faith. These are the words that we get told. And I just remember, like, how though? You tell me to have trust. You tell me to, like, faith it. But my whole world is crumbling. How can I possibly relax and surrender right now when I'm freaking out? And I wanted to share some stuff that I haven't talked about before. And it was um, an experience where I really learned how to trust. And it was one of those delightful experiences that the universe will throw at us where you basically will be forced to. It becomes a matter of, you know, sink or swim, basically. And so with me, because with our goals, with our dreams, it always requires us to extend who we currently are, right? So we're always reaching for something bigger, 
something beyond what we currently have, which means that we need to grow ourselves because if we actually were already a match for those things, we would already have them. So basically what we're doing is we're going for something that we can't even see right now. We just decide, we pluck a desire, we choose a goal and we're like, right, how are we going to make this happen? So straight away, we have to believe that there's something bigger, right? We just have to, because how do we explain all of this? You know, in order for us to truly trust and have faith and surrender, we actually need to believe that there's something bigger than us at play. And for me, I like the word God for everyone else. Pick the term that you like. Do you like the universe? Some people use the word source. I personally prefer the word God. It feels, um, it feels loving to me. And that has been my experience. You know, every moment where it seemed like my world was over and things were crumbling and like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it or I, I wasn't going to make it through every single time something would happen, a miracle, something incredible would happen. And I would see why it all played out the way that it played out. Now, back to my, my true trust journey, because this is something that used to trigger the shit out of me, is that all these coaches would say, you just need to trust, just have faith. And literally, there were moments where I literally did not have money to buy food. I didn't know how I was going to pay my rent. You know, um, in tarot, we call it the tower moment. Um, <laughs> in the spiritual community there's a phrase the dark night of the soul and basically the old us has to go right in order for the new to come in and it's exactly what happened i set some big ass goals big hairy audacious goals and in order for me to actually receive them i had to destroy a lot of limiting beliefs a lot of fears a lot of patterns that i had going a lot of fears so the universe actually gave me exactly what I asked for and it does not feel like it at the time. At the time I wasn't sitting around like, Oh, thank you so much universe for this lesson. Like I'm so grateful that I am getting exactly what I wanted. I'm so grateful that I get to learn this lesson. I was hyperventilating. I was like on the floor in tears, hysterical looking back now. I'm just like, what were you thinking woman? But, but it's all part of the process. Right. And I want to share this with you guys because it's not, uh, it's not a pretty process, you know, the, the breaking down of who we used to be in order to allow who we are to come in can be so incredibly painful. And I share a lot of the stuff in my podcast, you know, I've, I've shared a lot around relationship stuff and wounds around, um, yeah, abandonment and fear of being seen and not feeling safe and all these sorts of things. But in terms of faith, right. So when everything disappeared and it did, I set these massive goals and then it was literally like my entire life fell apart, fell apart. Um, I, well, I left the toxic relationship, which was great. And then I set the big goals and my business died almost overnight. Um, like I lost all my money um, like everything, like crashed my car, um, all these relationships imploded. I was given the perfect situation to really learn how to trust because like I was saying before, there's always a way of the universe showing up for us 
and it was that process so when I literally didn't have food in my house and all of a sudden money would just appear or someone would appear and someone would offer to take me out for dinner or whatever it's like are you paying attention Monica we've got you we've got you all the time and so what I like to speak about with trust and faith is that firstly do you guys know what you believe do you have spiritual beliefs right because there's one thing to know like to know that we are loved to know that we are guided to know that we are supported and it's another thing entirely to really apply that because when you have to trust when you have to have faith it's a it's a different story right and that's what i'm so grateful for now looking back you know when i was drowning and everyone's like oh this is the best thing that's ever happened to you like you'll look back at this time and you'll be so grateful that you got to learn all these lessons and in the in the moment i was just like ah like screw you you know um but when when i came out of that i look back down i see the resilience and the growth because when all other options were taken away i either chose to trust and have faith i chose to apply the beliefs that i already had or i could freak out and panic and in those moments of like choosing like literally exhaling and choosing peace choosing to trust choosing to remember that none of this is an accident it is absolutely absurd to think that we just happen to be on the spinning floating planet in the middle of a galaxy, the one in 300 trillion chance of us being born, for us to sit around and go, oh my God, but what if I can't pay my bills next week? Are you serious? Like the perfection of us being here, we are so, like we have so much to be grateful for. And it's like to master the ego, right? So this is what I'm going to focus on you guys. Here we go. I'm just talking to myself now, literally, but mastering mindset and faith now so first things first do you actually know what you believe have you spent time cultivating a relationship with god or whatever you do you know how do you feel connected to something bigger is it being in nature is it listening to music is it writing poems is it uh, volunteering somewhere is it playing with your dog it doesn't even matter meditation is a great one prayer whatever whatever it is for you but things to bring you into the present moment right and i highly recommend going on youtube and finding some grounding meditations and stuff like that because it just it really connects you and it brings you back into the present moment the thing is that faith and trust are never going to work if you don't have this higher belief because how can you surrender to something when you don't really believe it's there or you don't have a rock steady foundation, you know, your connection with God, universe, spirit, source, whatever you want to call it is so important because it's the foundation for you. So actually really taking time to cultivate this and to continually build on it, which means observing all of these incredible things that are coming into your life all the time those moments where you need to hear something and all of a sudden a message appears where you know you, you think like and it's the most basic stuff you know uh, the daily gratitude practices but and not from a place of forcing it but from a genuine place of 
wow, that's so cool. The other night I was thinking, man, I wish I could have a roast for dinner. And then last night, um, went to my friend's house and he was like, oh, made a roast for dinner. <laughs> 24 hours, I got my roast, you know, and it's like, it would be so easy to ignore that. I chose to see that as something to be grateful for. I got exactly what I asked for. Amazing, you know? And so we have to have that relationship first because actually as we go through any sort of personal development journey, spiritual journey, any like quest to become better and better versions of ourselves, to receive more, to have a more abundant life, a more loving life, a higher quality life than what we're currently receiving, it is always going to require us to go into the unknown. And it is up to us how we navigate that. That unknown space is where our mind goes crazy, right? Absolutely crazy. Because our ego, our subconscious mind, it has one job to keep us safe. And so the moment that we step out of something that is perceived safety um yeah our mind's not gonna lie down without a fight it wants us to go back to where it's safe because it knows how to operate in the comfort zone it knows how to keep you safe from things that it's already observed it's already been through but the thing is that your soul your calling your purpose is so much bigger than what you've than only what you've already done what you've already had right so this is one thing where i think Lots of people mistake that fear as you're moving out of your comfort zone and as your mind, you know, throws up resistance and fear and triggers and it tries to talk you out of it and it tells you that you're not good enough and you're an imposter and whatever. People start to feel like, oh my gosh, it's, I've made a wrong turn. It's because I'm not good enough, whatever. But really it's the exact opposite. It means that you've been so brave, so courageous that you've pushed out of your comfort zone and let your mind have a hissy fit. And this is where your faith comes in. When you can connect back to that faith, even though I feel so anxious and so scared right now, I know that I'm supported. I know that I'm loved. I know that everything is always working out for me. I know that God has my back and that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And I choose to have faith. I choose to trust. I choose to remember that my purpose is big. My life is about so much more than me. And I'm not going to be taken down by my ego. Thank you, ego, for doing a great job at trying to keep me safe. But I know that I'm meant for more. I mean, you might have to say that a thousand times a day in the beginning. And affirmations are cool. But again, Affirmations can be fluff if you haven't really anchored that in, if you don't really believe it. And this is the thing. That's where toxic, positive, ugh, toxic positivity, say that 10 times fast, comes in. Um, where at the conscious level, the 5% of the conscious mind, you can be sitting around going, I'm abundant, I am loved, I'm happy. But if you actually think, I'm lonely, I'm miserable, I'm not good enough, I'm broke, then that actually does more damage than good. So what we really want to do is shine a light on those, those shadow aspects, the parts that actually feel broke, unhappy, not good enough, unlovable, whatever. That's where we can create change, right? And actually your attention to it and your observation of it and your acceptance of it is what will change it very quickly. So 
how do we build faith? One of the things that I love to do with my clients is start building like a record, like a diary of all the times that amazing things happen. So it might be that you start small. It might be that you observe when you think, man, I'd love a roast for dinner, and then a roast appears 24 hours later. It might be that you start to become aware of the power of when you think something, when you speak something, you desire something, and it appears. And it might be you love a song, and it comes on the radio. It might be you think about a friend, and they call you. It might be that someone offers to buy you a coffee. All of these things are things that we could be grateful for. And beyond that, these are all evidence for us that we can have faith because actually we are driving our lives. You know, we actually get to choose what are we calling in? What are we tolerating? What are we believing? And by now, all of you should have a vision board. <laughs> and if you, if you guys want some help around some of this mindset stuff and setting goals and stuff, there was a podcast that I created. It was like 10 things to become, to build your self-worth, something like that. And I went a lot into um, some of the NLP stuff around setting goals and goals that really work at the unconscious level and how to do that. So definitely go and check that one out. Uh, I'm not going to get into that too much in this episode, but <clears throat> we've got to have a vision board. We've got to have a vision, right? We've got to have a direction that we're moving towards. And the thing is that when we do that, it's not always glamorous. And I feel like a lot of the time what we see online is um, people posting selfies in a hammock in Bali, drinking a coconut. And it's like, oh, my life is so great. I'm so grateful. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, that's amazing. Yes, that's so inspiring. But one of the things that I really want to drive home is that when we set a new intention a new goal and it's beyond our current level of comfort right the first thing that's going to happen is the contrast we're going to get the opposite so you're calling in let's say you're calling in you want twenty thousand dollars a month now you want to receive twenty thousand dollars a month let's say you're currently earning five thousand dollars a month the first thing is that that is going to come up is the universe is going to give you everything that you've just asked for. It's going to give you the path to $20,000 a month, which might be learning how to trust. It might, it might crush something. Something might totally crumble in your life. You might get fired because actually that wasn't the way to it. And in those moments, how you respond is so important, right? Because everything is happening for us. And we know this. We have hindsight. We can look back at all the times that something terrible or something that we thought was terrible happened. And then, boom, something better came in. We all know this. This is how it works, right? And our decision to apply that faith is so important. And so our ability to integrate spirituality into our daily lives gratitude to be building that foundation that connection when it's easy and when things are good is so important because when things get hard your mind is going to scream at you get out go back to safety oh my god panic 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 have a breakdown anxiety attack whatever your ability to connect back into the truth 
and choose to apply it is the most important thing. And that is something that I just don't think we talk about enough. You know, like I was saying last year, set these massive goals and my entire life fell to pieces. Why? Because that life was no longer in alignment with me. It was, a, it was fine for what I used to have, but the new goals that I had required a much deeper uh, resilience, a much deeper sense of faith and trust and ability to surrender, all of these things. And so I was given the perfect circumstances to build all of those qualities. And there's a movie and it keeps popping into my head, this little clip from a movie, and I don't even know what it was called, but it has Morgan Freeman in it. And um, I want to say Lorelai Gilmore. What's her name in real life? You know, Lorelai from Gilmore Girls. Anyway, Lauren Graham is her name. And it's the same, and it must have been like a, maybe it was like Evan Almighty or something. Anyway, um, but he's saying, look, I think he was God in this context. And he was saying, you know, if you want, yeah, if you want to build um, love with your family, is God just going to give you love or is he going to give you an experience to build love? And that's exactly it. We are given the path and the path can be very uncomfortable, very unpleasant, very, very unpleasant. And so while faith is extremely useful, it's still going to be uncomfortable. And that's amazing. The discomfort means that you are out of your comfort zone, which means you are at a higher level than you were before. And it can feel the exact opposite. Absolutely can feel like the exact opposite at the time. You think, oh my God, I've just ruined everything. What's wrong? Like I failed somehow. No, the exact opposite, right? And so faith, where we can start building this muscle, where we can start paying attention to the little things first and then keep a record, right? Actually keep a record. And this was so awesome for me last year because I realized, wow, like there were moments last year that I thought, oh my God, I'm actually going to be living under a bridge soon. Like, what am I going to do? What am I actually going to do? You know, it was real. It was a real fear. Um, and like magic at the last second, incredible things just came in. When I, when I literally thought I'm done, like I'm toast, you know, um, something always happened. And this is what I've realized. Things always work out. Always. It has never not worked out. And if you think about it, in your life, all the times that you thought, oh my gosh, I'm done, um, my life is over, it never actually worked out that way. Like, it always gets better, even though we might have gone through breakups and horrible things, you know? Like, when I think, man, I can't, I can't believe, like, that I'm even saying this, because it doesn't make sense at a logical level. And this is where faith comes in. It doesn't make sense that um, things are getting so good and so much better after, you know, abusive relationships and the brother died and growing up in a violent household and all sorts of stuff. But it does get better and everything's working together. Without those experiences, we wouldn't have become the people that we are. I probably wouldn't be sitting here recording this podcast if these things hadn't happened to me. I probably wouldn't care. I probably wouldn't have any interest in helping other people. But I believe that this was 
all for me if because everything that's happened to me has totally inspired me to take action on things to become the person that i am and so this is also the thing with faith right is that we've got to trust even when we don't understand and that is a big one because our mind wants to know it wants to understand but why is this happening but how is it going to work out and that's that's totally normal. That's how our mind works. And I can hear my friend Steph in my head because that's kind of a joke that we have that both of us can easily get into our head and be like, but why? But why? But how is it all working out? And then we're like, but we don't need to know. And we kind of laugh it off and we choose to surrender, right? But that's what our mind will do. It wants answers. And so, you know, I got shown in my meditation one day, like a scale and at one end is faith and at the other end is control. And that's the thing we get to choose. You can have one or the other, but also know that control as such is an illusion. And what's interesting. So last week I had coffee with a friend who is a property manager and she wanted to buy a house for herself. Now she has three streams of income, single woman, and she went to the bank to get a mortgage and they were like, we don't like this. Even though she's got evidence of all of her income and her earnings and stuff, they were like, we don't like this because you don't have a job. And she said, I have three streams of income. And she said, I do have a job. I work for myself. And it's that structure. It's that perception that, um, because you work for someone else, you're safe, you're, you're secure. And I think this is a really big one to understand that lots of people don't understand us as entrepreneurs, as visionaries, as leaders, as whatever, uh, because they don't understand why we would want to take risks, why we would jump, why we would take these leaps of faith. But the thing is that their perception of their life is an illusion they're not safe like there is no safety in working for someone else because at the end of the day that's still a person that can make a mistake we've just lived through covid you know uh, lots of people lost their jobs and stuff like that and so really i feel like faith should be a number one thing understanding that our security comes from within us it's nothing external. And as we build that faith more and more and we gather more and more evidence of, oh, it always worked out. Like, oh, oh, I thought I was done. And then this thing came in, which was better. Well, this person broke up with me and I was devastated and I thought my life was over. And then I met this person. Well, then I took a year off and I did this, which I never would have done if I was with that person. You know, as we build this bank of data that's proving to us the things are always working out, always. Um, it means that we can let go of the need to control, which means that we can come from a place of faith. And imagine the sort of people that we become living from a space of faith. But we wake up in the morning and we say, hey, God, universe, source, whatever you want to call it, how can I be of service today? How do you want to use me today? Imagine being in a place of such trust and faith that you could do that and that 
you truly believe that everything was working out. So you were able to follow your intuition, your inspired action. You know, none of my life makes sense. <laughs> when I think back to, you know, I worked in mental health for five years and I honestly thought I was going to finish my degree as a psychologist, become probably a clinical psychologist or a counselor or something like that and sit in an office and talk to people and that would be my life because I always knew that I loved people and I loved that kind of field of empowerment and that sort of thing. And, um, and then everything sort of blew up and I got so drained and exhausted working in the mental health system and um, gut instinct, right? Well, no, let's backtrack. It wasn't that simple. First, read, <laughs> that's that saying, redirection, not rejection. Yep. So this was a hard lesson as well. Um, I decided that I needed to leave that job because I was honestly exhausted. It was taking such a toll on my life. And so I was applying for jobs like crazy. I sent out at least 70 CVs and I got 70 rejections. I didn't even get an interview. It's 70 places. So I'm sitting there thinking, what is wrong with me? Like, how can I not get even an interview? Like, I don't understand. Like, maybe I'm not good enough. And all of that stuff came up for me. Um, and this was probably seven years ago. And um, at the time, so I was working in mental health, I had two of my clients, both within the same seven day period, start talking to me about photography. And they started asking if we could use their support time to go on photo shoots and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like, this is great. We can, um, you know, get creative, get inspired, like get out of the house, get some fresh air. It sounds amazing. And they introduced me to photography and they were both associated with a photography school, which was on the same block as my office that I didn't even know was there. And my uh, gut instinct. So there was a new semester coming in to learn photography and my gut instinct said, Monica, you need to quit your job and, and uh, enroll in this course. And I was just like, what? That makes no sense. Photography, really? Like I'd had no interest. Uh, you should see my artwork. It's not impressive. Stick figures, you know, all that. Um, and it was loud enough, the gut instinct, you know, intuition, Monica, do this. So I did. And I got accepted. And then the day after I got accepted into the program, I got offered a job elsewhere. And I just think, man, timing. Because if I had got that offer a day earlier, I would have taken it and it was a crap job for less money than what I was getting paid. Um, and that's the thing. This is where we can apply faith, right? The universe knows what is best for us. And when we can surrender to that, to me, that brings me immense comfort feeling like I am, I literally have the universe looking out for me. I like God has our back you know, God knows what's best for us. And so the more that we can learn to tame our mind and tame that voice that needs to know everything and needs to quote unquote control things, the more we can trust the flow, we can surrender to it. We can know that what's meant for us is always going to find us. And that literally everything is getting better and better and better. And the more that we can apply faith, the more that we can be grateful for what's coming in, the more we can actually receive all of the good stuff, right? And that we can be still and be 
faithful in the unknown because I know that a lot of us are in that state now, um, myself included, which is why I also wanted to make this podcast, not from a place of, hey, I'm lying in my hammock in Bali with a coconut, but actually because I, I have to apply it. You know, this is the embodiment of it. So right now, like I have to move out of my house um, in six weeks, less, five weeks. And I don't know where I'm going yet. And yeah, I've taken some action, um, but I don't know what's coming in yet. And it doesn't matter. I truly trust that the perfect house for me is coming in and I don't need to stress out about it. I don't. In fact, the stressing out will actually repel, you know, repel what's meant for me. So I choose to lean back. I choose to trust. And I have so much evidence to support that it always works out. And I have actually no evidence to support the fact that it doesn't. And it's just our mind, you know, and our mind is so loud at times. And when it gets scared and when it's trying to protect us, it will do everything in its power to do what it thinks is best by keeping us safe. But our growth is not in the mind. You know, if we think about our mind only contains the past, our soul is the future, our heart is the future, our mind is only the past. So we can listen to our past. You know, we can squash those fears very quickly by settling for less than what we deserve. Like I could have, I could have, quickly going, oh, I really don't want to flat with other people, but I could just go and apply for some flats to alleviate the fear. But that's not what's meant for me. We're not meant to settle. We're not meant to, you know, ignore what we actually desire. Those desires were God-given. Those things that we want, they're there for a reason. And when we think about, you know, bigger context, if you can just get out of your head for a second and be honest with yourself for a minute and you can be honest with me because this is a place for this. I mean, this, this podcast is called world domination. So let's do some big thinking here. When we think about our actual purpose, the actual reason that we're here on earth, those desires that you have, those talents that you have, those gifts that you have weren't actually given for you. They were given for you to serve others, right? So imagine when you can learn to receive the abundance, the home, the love, the friends, the, the inspiration, when you can learn to stop needing to control and you can learn to operate from a place of faith, how much more receptive can you be? And how much more impactful can you be once you've received those things? You know, if I, and I will, stay in a space of trusting that my the most perfect home for me is coming in then i'm going to actually receive what's meant for me and what's meant for me is not a backward step the more perfect my home situation is the more i serve you know the more perfect my home is the happier i am the safer i am the warmer i am literally i live in an icebox right now um all of these things enable me to serve more, to give more, to be more, to embody more of who I truly am called to be. And when we can get out of our head, because our head wants to stop the fear or the, the perception of, you know, oh my God, 
we're going to live under a bridge. Of course we're not. It's just fear, you know? And, and I also really acknowledge that this mindset came from months of not having this mindset, you know, because you've actually got to regulate our nervous system. It's not, you don't just go from <laughs> like panic and terror and anxiety to, you know, like meditation and floating on a cloud. Like it doesn't work that way. And that's why I'm saying when it is start small, when it is start with bite-sized chunks, noticing, like if you were to journal today, can you think of a single time in your life that you had no idea how things were going to work out or something happened that you at the time thought was terrible and then it later was revealed to you how incredible how you know meaningful that thing was or how it turned out so much better than you ever could have imagined because that but little bit of evidence there is enough for you now to challenge a fear or an anxiety or a belief every time it comes up because the mind will say it never works out and you can say, well, it worked out this time. So therefore, that belief's not true, right? And you have the power to challenge those thoughts and those beliefs. You have the power to cultivate your faith muscle. You have the power to challenge your fears and your anxieties. And you have the power to set a really beautiful vision for your life and know that you deserve it and you are worthy of it. And that your mind is very good at making you feel unworthy as a society. Society is very good at sharing a message of whatever you are, it isn't enough. But if you think about it, society's message comes from ego a hundred percent, right? Because people profit, <laughs> people make a lot of money off you feeling not good enough. You know, if you think magazines or billboards or ads, every time they're selling products, it's basically saying you'd be better if you had this. And so subtly we're receiving this message over and over again that we need to be better. We need to be better. And with it, like built into our society, you know, we are taught that our worth, our value comes from what kind of house we live in, what kind of job we have, you know, what other people think of us. Let's look at the pressure that we put on ourselves to appear a certain way on social media. And the fact that you meet someone for the first time and they ask you, what do you do? Like that's a measure of your worth when it's not. These things are built into our society and so often we just accept them. And I don't, I do not accept them because that's not who we are. You are someone who was chosen, you know? You literally will never ever exist ever again that is how special you are that is how important you are we forget this though right we sit around comparing ourselves to each other feeling unworthy and feeling not good enough how can we ever compare ourselves to each other when we were literally designed to be individuals with our own unique set of gifts experiences challenges you know all of us have had a different upbringing we've had different relationships we've had different lessons we've got different talents why would we ever compare ourselves to each other? It doesn't make sense, right? And so the more that we can start challenging this stuff, the more that we can start seeing the perfection in our own journey, in our own path. That is the key.
And so with faith, it's one of those, it's a muscle, right? You've got to just use it, use it or lose it. (laughs) And the thing too is that this I resisted a long time, but I've accepted now is that it's not like we just stay positive and stay hopeful until we get that thing and then we can relax. Because if you even think about that, there's ego in that. So there's fear in that. If you think, oh, oh, I just got to, no. Faith, faith tells you that all is well. All is well. And so that is your new affirmation. Everything is working out for me all as well it always works out for me you know because what happens when you hit your next level your current goals you achieve them then there are going to be new desires that pop in for you because you were never meant to stay still to stay stagnant you're too important for that your purpose on this planet is too important for that for you to stay comfortable, right? So you're going to hit your next level and you're going to grow in faith and grow in resilience and grow in so many other areas. And then there are going to be a new set of desires. And then the same process is going to commence again of your mind going, ah, no, we're going to be homeless. We're going to be living under a bridge. No, you're not good enough. Um, What about the person down the road who does what you do so much better? Why would anyone buy from you? Comparisonitis. Someone, a family member will say, oh, that's so stupid. Whatever. All these triggers will come up, right? And again, you then have a choice. Okay, thanks, Ego, for your input. Thanks for trying to keep me safe. But I remember that I am chosen to be here. I remember that I'm powerful. I remember that my calling is so much bigger than a fear coming from my brain, you know? I remember that everything is always working out for me. Remember just recently when I didn't know how that was gonna pan out and it turned out even better than I could have ever imagined. And this becomes a way of life, you know? So faith it till we make it and then faith it again and again and again and again and again. That's where our security comes from. It's the only place that our security can come from. It's where our safety comes from. It's where our joy comes from. It's where our impact comes from. And that's the thing that makes us happier than anything else. You know, it's been really interesting to observe, like, you know, we all think that when we get a certain thing, when we get a relationship, when we get a certain amount of money or a house or a holiday or whatever, then we're going to be happy. But if we're honest with ourselves, Isn't it those moments where, you know, you make a difference for someone? Where someone is so inspired because of something you did that they did something incredible. Those are the moments when you're sitting there, you know, feeling like, wow, it's this immense soul satisfaction. And the more that you invest in yourself, the more that you grow your trust and your faith, the more able you are to surrender in those unknown situations and be gentle and compassionate with yourself. And it might be 20 times a day that you have to sit down and go, 
it's totally normal that this feels scary because I'm out in the unknown, but I know that everything's working out. You might have to do it a thousand times a day. But as you do that, your capacity to help, to inspire, to serve is so much bigger. And even if maybe you're not into world domination, maybe what you want to do is inspire your children and show them what's possible. If that's your calling, then what a beautiful calling. What if it's your friend, your best friend, and you're literally able to help them rebuild their lives based on your example? You never know who's watching. That's the thing. You never know who's watching and you never know who's being impacted by you. And your example is the most powerful thing. So faith it till you make it and then keep faithing it and build those muscles, build that evidence up. Be so present and aware of all the magic that already exists in your life, of all the blessings that already exist. No matter how big or small it is, and you'll find that the more that you focus on how loved and supported you are now, the more blessings will come in. Absolutely. It's law. And what you focus on expands. So I'd love to hear from you guys. What are you waiting for right now? Are you guys in a period of the unknown? What are you faithing it on right now? I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear your experiences about getting into the unknown, setting a new goal, all of these things coming up for you. And just know that you're, you are in the arena and I am so proud of you because most people turn back at this point. You know, as Stuart Walter says, uh, that is the number one reason that people do not achieve their goals is because they get scared and they don't trust. This is, this is someone who has 37, 38 world champs under his belt and his biggest lesson is trust. <laughs> so there we go. Um, thank you guys so much for being with me. I hope this was useful. I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, tag me on Instagram. What was your biggest takeaway? your biggest aha moment. Um, I love you guys so much and keep going one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. Everything is working out, I promise. Even if it doesn't look like it right now. Legit, keep this in mind. I actually thought I was going to be living under a bridge last year. That's how intense stuff was. And it has turned out so much better than I ever could have dreamed of. So yeah, hang in there. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear your aha moments. Please share on your stories and tag me so I can celebrate with you. And be sure to connect with me online. I'm on Instagram at mon3.0. And find me on YouTube by searching Monica Ferguson. Have an amazing week. And remember that you are so inherently worthy. You are so loved and you belong. All my love, guys. See you soon.